Hey everyone, welcome to More Than Meets These Guys. This podcast is a journey through Transformers from the beginning of the anime series with two old friends coming at it from different perspectives. Together, we will go episode by episode with the occasional extra to look at how the show holds up or if it's a trap of nostalgia. We'll be looking at all things involved in the episode, whether there were real-world factors that crept into the writing, or if the episode was typical afternoon cartoon fodder. I'm Evan, I'm the lifelong fan. I'm pretty much familiar with all things uh, relevant in the franchise and the fandom. While Ed, it was never something he uh, really, you know, related to growing up, but he was aware of its, you know, its appeal. So uh, thanks everyone for joining us. And uh, man, Ed, what's going on today? All right, so I got some bad news. Uh, today... Oh. For, for you for for you guys anyway not for me but because today we're no longer a transformers podcast but instead today we are a world cup podcast soccer podcast uh because I, and i'm gonna recap every second of this tournament so just sit back and i'm gonna talk about every uh, no, I'm, I'm totally kidding uh, <laughs> I, I did i did have the bug uh this year or this uh, time around and yeah. i did watch almost every match um i woke up early today to get ready for the uh for the finals and generally the world cup finals are, are a little dull because uh both teams generally play very conservatively uh because they, they don't want to be the first one to uh to make a mistake and uh, uh instead i got to see an absolutely amazing uh match today i was i was actually like uh, once it was done i was like i'm done for the day today i'm going to go to bed <laughs> um That's uh, great, yeah um i actually had to edit uh this thing that i wrote here because uh, i started writing it during the during the match uh, my intro uh, while i was watching it and um you know for the first 75 minutes it was two nothing argentina and i was like well i guess france is gonna implode uh this is no good and uh and then mbappe scores twice in 90 seconds at about uh 80 minutes in and or 75 minutes or yeah it was uh, 90 uh and yeah about 80 minutes and uh double overtime and then the penalty kicks and it was uh it was fantastic um i don't like i yeah i don't like argentina because i think they play dirty uh soccer but uh it was very very good um so but, uh, uh let me ask man uh since i, I didn't watch because i've been doing things all morning um who won argentina or, yeah, I know that, yeah, I know that Brazil and Argentina are really storied franchises as far as uh, World Cup um, football as it as it goes. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really get into it that much. Every so often, I watch things things with the World Cup. So I, you know, this year I really wasn't all that invested. So that's kind of cool to hear. Yeah, it was, uh, it was very cool, uh, and I had, uh, I had a blast watching. Good uh, due to my work schedule, I was able to pretty much watch, uh, at, at, at least in the background, pretty much watch almost every game this year. So it was, uh, it was very being, good, and. Um, being, you know, most of the uh, play, the matches are obviously played flip flop for us for our, our schedules. So I actually mm-hmm. worked out well for you. Cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I got to and because my uh, my do, do my streaming services, I have Peacock, and uh, they showed the entire thing, but only in Spanish. So I watched every uh, every match in Spanish, which is the the, the best way to watch. So the, the announcer would he would do that thing for like a minute and then stop and then do it again. He'd take a breath and do it again. And that it was, was my favorite was, thing. It was great. Oh, it was, it was so good. It was so good. So uh, and uh, you know the 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 match today was three three in the end. So I got to hear that six times, which is very cool. Um, but uh, being ready for the holidays. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah non-denominational holidays so um yeah we have uh you know we got some traditions for that uh so like uh right after thanksgiving my wife is just raring to go for christmas she loves christmas and she's just she's she's ready for it um she's very excited away. yeah uh, yeah it, it, it which is which is fine it's, it's just cool but um yeah. she would go i swear to god she would go shopping for a tree after 
Thanksgiving dinner. She would, if, if it were up to her, she'd be like, "All right, well, let's have we have the pie. Pack it up. And let, let's uh, let's let's go get the SUV and let's uh, let's do this." So, um, but it, instead, we I, I uh, usually able to hold her off until the you know the weekend, you know the weekend, you know the Saturday and Sunday. So we usually go then. Yeah. And uh, but then you know, uh, a, a, a very odd tradition that we have is that uh, that weekend when we're decorating the tree, we always watch Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom while we're decorating the tree that's that's um, an unusual one man i, I like that. It, it is yeah I, I i don't know how it started uh yeah. but you can go back through the years of our pictures and you can see there's a, you know for going back 10 years there's a, pictures of us decorating the tree and you can look in the background and there's like mola rom ripping to do something <laughs> on tv or there's uh you know there's um there's like little fortune some, cookies right you can see yeah. that it's just pretty cool um <laughs> My son doesn't really like the Indiana Jones movies historically until, but for some reason this year, he finally engaged with it. And he was like, dad, this is pretty cool. And I'm like, I know, I know they're pretty cool. <laughs> like, you're like, until you're going, yes, got him on board. Yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I was pretty, uh, pretty happy with that. So, uh, like, yeah, this... but, uh, what about you, man? You guys have any, uh, you guys have any weird traditions? Uh, um, I don't, know. I don't know if they're weird though. I'm so, uh, actually, the, to lead off what you were talking about this year, my, uh, my wife has decided she wants to watch Die Hard. We've watched it twice now, and uh, I love it. I, I never, I, I, my wife is, um, she's very particular. Mm-hmm. If I want to get her to watch something, I'll mention it, and I have to back off because if I keep mentioning it, she goes the other direction. Like, nope, I'm not going to do it now. So um, I have to like, you know, ease in or oh, yeah. let her come do it on her own. And this year, this year she's she's done it. And it's been great. Um, I, I haven't watched that movie in a while. I know you watch it every Christmas season. So, you know, this is the best American action movie, as you say. I, and, I watch it every uh, every Christmas morning, actually, because uh, I wake up before everybody else. And so yeah. I, I wake up and uh, and I make coffee and I sit in, and I have this quiet time. It's like the quiet before the storm where I get to sit in front of the of the tree with nice. the presents and put the last minute gifts out. And uh, yeah, and then and I watch Die and I have Die Hard on. Alternately, <laughs> uh, I'll sometimes uh, I will do uh, Lethal Weapon instead. Um, yeah, that's one I haven't watched um, in a while either. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, or or, but, or sometimes sometimes both, depending on how early I get up, sometimes Ooh. both. Sometimes I get, uh, sometimes I get both. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. um, we we've uh, I don't know. For me, uh, we never really had strong traditions. Um, and you, I was talking to you earlier. You're going to go to Bellingrath Gardens uh, this evening, so that kind of reminded me. That was something when I lived down there. We would try to go to Bellingrath Gardens, and it was always a fiasco because it's hard to get in there because there's one road going in there. Right. It's yeah. a beautiful gardens area, and they they do some of um, I don't know. It's almost corny, but it's also really in in like uh, not, I don't know. Corny is not the right word. It's almost um, you know overdone in a way but some some of the areas there are just really nicely done they so many lights up and it's just it's not really changing every year but in a way i like it you know the way it is they so. pretty much do the same thing every year that those of those of you who are not from the uh, the u.s south um uh Bellagard gardens is a uh, like an old plantation house uh mm-hmm. in alabama um but every year they have, they have gardens and and like a botanical thing or whatever um but every year they do christmas lights and they do it, it's just thousands and thousands of lights um, unbelievable yeah uh but um but that uh going there actually led to uh, like a sort of a christmas in joke with my family that has somehow bled over to other families now uh, of the christmas oh. squid of the christmas squid oh yeah uh, exactly um, so, yeah so yeah so so you have this um you know when you go to this plantation there's everything's kind of cordoned off into areas like, like there's a an area that's where they make 
have like toys made out of uh, Christmas lights, like traditional like Jack in the Boxes and toy soldiers and not, not like Transformers or anything cool, but you know, like <laughs> wooden, 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 wooden toys. Yeah, wooden toys. So, uh, yeah. uh, you know, they'll have that kind of thing. Uh, there'll be like an area that's uh, like uh, Coca-Cola uh, polar bears or, well, they or actually... you know, snacks or whatever. But um, there, but there's there's one that's uh, like a back to the lake is like an undersea thing. And there's like fish and starfish. But at the end, there's a giant squid made out of christmas lights and uh, i thought it was the funniest thing years ago and i was i took a picture with my kids in front of it and we're like haha a squid and i posted it on social media and my mom was like what is the deal with the squid at christmas and i just off the cuff made up this story about uh, a christmas squid and she's like I was like, yeah, it was the Christmas squid, you know, the time years and years ago when th there was no ink for Christmas cards. So the, the Christmas squid came out and made ink for everybody so everyone could send out Christmas cards. And yeah. so it's become like a, like a thing. And uh, um, but like uh, a couple of years ago, you know, we usually go with some friends of the family, like, um, and uh, uh, last year, year before last, we went, my, uh, my friend's sister was down from uh, uh, New Jersey and Maryland, I'm sorry, Maryland, Baltimore. Uh, they were not from Baltimore, and um, they uh, they they went, and I was like, "Oh, cool, we get to see the Christmas squid!" Ha ha! And she was like, "What is the Christmas squid?" And I told <laughs> the story, and she thought it was the funniest thing on the face of the earth, and was just like running to get the Christmas squid. So uh, we're going with them again. Uh, this, uh, Very cool uh, today. So, uh, so yeah. yeah, that's that's really cool. Um, yeah, honestly, we um, we really don't have any um, you know, traditional religious implications to me. Uh, the Christmas season has always been about, you know, family and friends being together, you know, and, mm -hmm. you know, being, um, I don't know, better to each other than we can be sometimes. And, uh, yeah. you know, so I enjoy that. So, yeah, um, Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve, um, my my wife always, always had the kids, they get, you know, get pajamas, we get popcorn and we get a movie and they sit around, they watch a movie Christmas Eve all together. And it's just one of those things where everyone gathers around and, you know, is, is together. So and that I can't fault that at all. It's actually it's a great tradition. So we've continued it, um, even like to the point where we're giving our you know our kids huge onesies. So uh, you know. Oh, that, yeah, oh yeah, those are comically <laughs> fun. Uh, yeah, I yeah. love this. What do you want for Christmas this year, Evan? What are you uh, What are you What are you angling for this year, man? Um, man, honestly, I don't know. I'm, I'm weird, man. I I think as adults, we don't really. Um, I don't know. We we kind of get things for ourselves as we go. Oh, oh, so, yeah. So, uh, you know, I, honestly, I just this is, sounds really like corny and like made up, but I just want everyone to have a good Christmas. That's all I really want. You know, I want everyone to just be chill and have a good time, and you know, oh. everyone to be happy with everything. That's just I, look behind me, dude. I I don't want for much of the, the things I uh. Yeah, no, fair, fair <laughs> enough. I've even like pulled things out of storage. It's like I get Christmas early, so um, yeah, I. As long as everyone's happy and everyone's content, um, I'm pretty cool, man. I, I'm not. I'm pretty low on the ask side of things. But how about you? What do you want? Uh, well, today I found out that uh, Snoop Dogg's golden WWE Championship belt has gone missing, and uh, I would really like it if that ended up at my house uh, for for Christmas. Um, well, you ruined the surprise, man. On it. Well, uh, well, that's, that's fine. That's still going to be cool. Alternately, <laughs> a a masterpiece sound wave would be very, would be very cool. I guess. Yeah. Um, no, no, for for real, I uh, I I want less things. I want I want, to, I want people to come take things from me. I uh, clean my <laughs> uh, fit, yeah. So yeah. Um, I, I say what I don't want though is. A, uh, I do not want uh, any Megadeth albums because I hate Megadeth, and I especially do not want uh, 
Countdown to Extinction. Ooh, on, oh, on, on, on yeah. vinyl. Oh, <laughs> the return <laughs> of the return of that's dual way. layered, man. I'm right there yeah. with you, and I'm right there with you. Yeah. <laughs> so this is great. This is a direct sequel to the Ultimate Doom. It is. Uh, and uh, so this one was written by uh, Reed Robbins and Peter Salas. Uh, I can't find a whole lot on Peter Salas, but uh, Reed Robbins uh, worked on this. Um, GoBots, okay. uh, D- Defenders of the Earth, uh, Smurfs, Captain Planet. Um, primarily a composer, though. He's uh, mainly does hmm. uh, themes. And um, he did he did a few, uh, like a few, uh, like Sonic and some other stuff. But he also did the theme for the Super Dave cartoon that I didn't even know existed. What? And buddy, I am tracking this down. Like I'm on vacation right now, and I'm gonna, my vacation is going to be me watching like nothing but Super Dave cartoons. I feel like I, I saw that it was it was like really short lived. I don't know where. I don't know. I feel like I've seen it before, and I don't know where. So don't ask me where. I have no, no idea. I'm, I'm going to track it. I'm going to have to track it down. Though. It's like it's uh, like it's up here in the uh, in the old uh, burned out you know crevices of my brain. See, that's weird though because like Super Dave was one of those kind of like I don't want to say like underground thing, but it was definitely like yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you knew, you knew. But if you didn't, then you know it's you know um, Super Dave but, Osborne. But you know the thing is, like I was a kid. I was like, yeah, I don't know, man, like. 13 i guess 12 13 and like mm-hmm. sneak it like staying up late to watch super dave and like i got it i thought it was really yeah. funny so i was like do i need do i need a cartoon do i do, like do, like who's that for you know like, for the uh, kids man it's probably actually for the for the kids but it's probably written with like some adult things that so they enjoy it too i, don't know. I can only imagine i mean that's i mean it was really it was i always i always love the end of uh every episode of super dave he like they they put a uh mannequin like of him in like a rocket and like fire him into a wall <laughs> super dave was so good oh god oh man so uh so anyway uh it's kind of yeah. uh, to extinction um so yeah uh I, I like this you know we're look I, the narrator comes in immediately which is great um he tells us all everything that's happened in the ultimate doom and we're showing the earth it's looking pretty rough man all the destruction caused uh, by the failed plan by megatron yeah autobots are there rebuilding <laughs> wheel jack's like come on guys come on He's, he's he's videotaping him too. He's got a camera there, like filming yeah. him, rebuilding. He's not he's not doing anything. Um, so that that, narr- that that narration did a better job conveying the story of Ultimate Doom than Ultimate Doom did in three episodes. Three. It episodes. totally did. It wrapped 15, up. So I could, I could look down Ultimate Doom and just listen to the narration. Like, okay, this happens. So it, it was yeah, that was that was great, and, <laughs> and it and it had a, it had like an apocalyptic vibe. It was like you saw all this like destruction on the earth rough. and stuff, and like they didn't yeah they didn't convey that much in the show. But um, no, I feel like um, in the in the episodes the Ultimate Doom, you just like they're you know having this great time like on this um, tropical beach and driving around and like oh here comes Cybertron again, better destroy it this time. Or better knocking out of orbit this time, but it wasn't. There wasn't really the sense of like uh, of doom, the ultimate doom. No less. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you you saw some of that stuff from like the uh, oh the tidal waves and the the earthquakes and that kind of stuff. But I don't feel like they really conveyed like the like the the end result man, of that. Like the they, sure, like certain. cities wrecked and Autobots were. Yeah, man, that was, that was <laughs> cool. God. Um, Somebody complains that they're taking too long and they're going to be here until the Big Dipper gets rusty. That's uh, yeah. Huffer yells at Braun, which, by the way, there's Huffer. a second. Like, there's two Brawns because their um, gears are yeah, gears is uh, miscolored as Braun. But uh, yeah, so Huffer's like, "Yo, gears, you better play a slab. We're going to be here till the end till the Big Dipper gets rusty." I, he's that I'm guy. Sorry. He's like the really Hey annoying. Abbott guy from Princess uh, from uh from uh. That guy was really annoying. Uh, oh God. For, um, so uh are gears and huffer the same 
model, just with different like a palette swap. Or, um, no, you I don't, mean I don't know Braun? Who, I don't, Braun. Yeah, I don't know who any of those guys are. If I had like if I had thought about, it, I would have brought both here to show you. Uh, no, um, Braun's essentially like a Land Rover kind of thing, and Gears is, uh, okay. Well, they're close. <laughs> okay. They're, they're like the, they're they're like the mini cars, so they're like the penny racer size. Okay. Uh, Ron has a tire on the back, and Gears has you know other stuff. It was yeah, so they're they're like basically SUV style trucks, both of them. Okay. Yeah. Ron is the strongest transformer, right? Is that, uh, that he accurate? is he is at this point? Yes, he's right. little and strong. Okay. But uh, yeah, so you, you get past all this, and it's kind of cool seeing like uh, you know Ironheads going there, they're dropping you know cement in little holes potholes i wish we'd have that here because we get, I, I have some places up in the country I could use that guy um but yeah they're they're like optimus prime's holding up an overpass and they're trying to weld it back in place and fix it so it's kind of cool seeing the autobots here actually okay sorry this is kind of on us too we're going to help you rebuild but we get back underwater to the Decepticon base, which is where this episode just gets perfect. So, so the the, the ship. This is the, the ship again. It's didn't they weren't that is that what they were flying last time? Oh, it, now it's um, back underwater, or they had another ship. That they were no, no, he built another ship. He built his okay. uh, Buckaroo Bonsai style ship, mm. which uh, blew up. Oh, and oh, oh, it was the same ship. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay, um, yeah. I, I thought they just crashed it back in the same place, and they were like, "Well, I guess <laughs> we're back where we were." Well, I guess it helps. No, the. There's this interaction though, like oh god, Skywarp calls um Rumble uh metallic mini meatball. <laughs> metallic mini meatball, dude. <laughs> so this is gonna step on him and Rumble hits back with you and what army? Dude, this was dude. Oh my god, Rumble oh. Rumble's, Rumble's real tiny here too. He got real small. He's he real, real small. He calls, he calls Skywarp a you maxi turkey. Which Nazi I was like, turkey. what is? I thought he called him a Nazi turkey. I was realizing, like, oh, this is bad. This did not age well. No, we call him a maxi turkey. Um, and I'm like, what is a maxi turkey? So my my wife goes and she's like, I'm gonna find out because she's watching with me. So she had to go basically find out. It's something like the crypto bros use a lot. Um, basically means huge, maxi. Oh, okay, oh, it's no, just no, like no, you no, big no, turkey. No. He couldn't okay. say big. He has to say maxi, but maxi. I, I don't know. That makes that makes sense. Um, yeah. That's so good. the Decepticons are just like arguing and fighting each other. And then uh, like fr- like frenzy shows up, and then he doesn't want to yeah. do geek work. But then uh, one of the one of the seekers tells him that uh, geek work is made for a geek like you. This is just this is everyone's a high school bully here. Yeah. Everyone, everyone. The best part is like um, Rumble and the frenzy start fighting with the seekers. Rumble jumps on like Skyrope's head, starts punching him. It's the best thing, and he falls over. Like, Rumble's just oh. punching, punching. Dude, he's like a chihuahua. He has no fear. He's great. Like, uh, like he's yeah, dude. And, Get him, then, Squiggy. Here, here comes Megatron though. Meg- Megatron comes in and like everyone thinks he's dead, and it, it, he he comes back in like Snake Plissken. Like, oh, like I thought you were dead, Snake. Uh, but so this is like when like you know like you had a substitute teacher for mm-hmm. most of the day, and all the kids are just out of control and going crazy, and then like. You know, two hours in, like the real teacher shows up, and yeah, and, you know, everybody's like, "Oh, oh my god!" And then, like, he comes like to crack heads. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> this was, yeah, this was that, or like when you, you know, you're, you think your boss is on vacation, and so everyone's like watching the World Cup at work, and then they come, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> minimizing windows. So, yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah. Then like he comes in, and uh, says, "No, no, I'm, I'm indestructible. You can't, you know, destroy me." And Laserbeak is at the door, and just you know, I. I don't know why I assumed he wouldn't use the door like he does. He's just like opens the door, he flies in, and um, I don't know, it just seemed really weird, but makes complete sense. 
and uh, jumps into uh, Egyptian Lover and starts replaying uh, the conversation between Starscream and Dr. Archiville. Then he's snitching. So he oh, totally comes in. He's dropping the dime on, uh, on yeah. Starscream. Um, like him, man. Dude, yeah, man. He's, uh, yeah, this, this guy is, uh, yeah, he's sus, man. You don't want to, you don't want to have him yeah. around. He's a bad dude to have around. But, um, uh, so Starscream's hanging out with Dr. Power Glove. And, uh, mm-hmm. so Megatron is really mad about this and decides he's going to crush the traitors. But I can't see anyone else that joined Starscream. It's just Starscream. He's the only and one. Dr. Archiville, he told Dr. don't listen to Starscream. He told him. Well, he told Starscream not to talk to him too. He's like, don't talk to those. You guys don't talk anymore. Yeah. I don't want you guys. I don't want you guys talking. Separate he knew. Guys. He knew. Yeah, exactly. He's, he, they're the two guys yeah. in the back of class won't shut up. Sure. That's right. Um, yeah. So, but uh, especially when the substitutes there. Um, but see, the, the, something I noticed here though, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it seemed like there were there's a lot less Decepticons now. Like, yeah, I, like I don't, I don't, because it was just like, okay, it's Megatron. On on the one side is Megatron, the three Seekers. Soundwave and his progeny, and then on the yeah. other side, there's it, it was just Starscream, and like I, I feel like there there was a, are there more reflectors missing right now. Well, yeah, those guys are Rav- so minor. Ravage didn't uh, show up. Yeah, mm. and uh, yeah, it seems like there's a lot less, but I mean, really, um, Reflector and all his little clones always kind of like pad out the uh, numbers. So right. else, what is I can't think of anyone else that are really missing at this point. I mean, we're going to get some more characters coming in soon. Ravage doesn't show up in the episode at all. So there's that too. So at this point, were those the only toys that were out? Uh, um, as, as far as Decepticons? I mean, was, was I don't, I don't know, honestly, at this point. I okay. feel like there was like a stagger. There's like the original that came out. I think actually they came out very late 83 but mostly 84 and then i feel like there's right. like a series one then series 1.5 but don't want oh, me okay. to that I, I don't know okay um so that was almost like let's put out you know these guys because everyone they're always going to be more um heroic like autobots that got put out because um people didn't think villains sold as well and it was just that's a common thing yeah that was. well but yeah that, that was with anything i mean like yeah. like series one gi joe was like like G.I. Joe had like I think like eight or ten dudes, but they had they had a tank, they had a Jeep, they had a motorcycle, a jetpack, um, they had a missile launcher, a flat cannon. Um oh yeah, the I, think, I think I think something, yeah, th- yeah, I think something else. But then like Cobra literally had three dudes. It was just three, it was three guys. That was all they had. It was uh it was one. like of course it was Cobra Commander, it was Destro. No, no, it wasn't. It was it was it was Cobra Commander, Cobra Officer, Cobra Trooper. That was it. That was all they had. I they love. Had I'll tell you, I low key love the Cobra uh, Officer. The the look Officer. is just very, yeah, it's very utilitarian, but it looks so good. Anyways, uh, yeah, well, well, I mean, he's a he's a Hugo Boss style Nazi, and uh, those are that's, that's, that's a sharp know, looking it, uniform. It is a very sharp looking. Yeah, yeah. Much as I hate I hate a Nazi, but sharp, but it looks really snazzy, sharp. Snazzy dressers. So, uh, <laughs> but this is great though. Starscream and Dr. Archiville are, uh, they arrive at Dr. Archiville's lab. This and place so, is in the uh, middle of nowhere. Yeah. This place is just like, dude, oh my God. It's on the side up. of a mountain somewhere in the desert. Obviously, and probably still in eastern Oregon somewhere or Washington State. Yeah, yeah the Badlands. So, who, knows where, who knows where this is? You've got to give the password to get in, which is, as I quote, I, Dr. Archiville, genius of science. Open says me, dude. I was laughing so hard at this because oh, it was God. like he was because he explains that he has to activate the, the password, and then Starscream's like, Why don't you activate your mouth? 
So like, I'm working on it, man. I'm working on it. So this was like the the, the proto uh, scene from like Lord of the Rings, where them opening the door, the dwarf door here. Like they had to, he had to say the right word. And except um, the dwarf doesn't take the door off and throw it down the cliff. Now oh I'm going to do that to you too if you, you know, speak back to me. So, but it was so funny because I was like, "Open Sesame." That that, that was that was the password. Was like, "Open Sesame." But then, like, and starts, but Starscream calls him out on it. He's like, "Oh, how how clever, oh, original, <laughs> original." I was like, "Wow!" At least they uh, at least they're in on the joke. From, from cool. one narcissist to another. That's yeah, exactly. Oh god, that was so. This that scene was great. Um, yeah. <laughs> god, it was so funny. So we find the MacGuffin of the episode inside the lab. The exponential generator, which means nothing. Oh yeah, but, absolutely, absolutely nothing. Yeah, it's it sounds it's really cool, techie sounding science stuff. An exponential generator, the ultimate power source. And basically, all an exponential generator it says is constantly making energy. It's kind of like how they just they just um, created actual nuclear nuclear fusion, which has a net gain instead of a net loss in particular right. nuclear waste. So he basically made a nuclear nuclear, excuse me, fusion generator. Nuclear. Just nuclear. Nuclear. No. No. no not <laughs> W. I'm not doing that. Nuclear. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> so they, they they jump back here to um uh to like the, the Autobots. Um some crazy jump cuts here though. Cause like uh so yeah. the they they cut to the uh, the Autobots are are going. The Decepticons attack the Autobot convoy, no pun intended. Um, but they're like like, like ooh, see, I'm throwing the Japanese terms around. I'm learning about this franchise. Here. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so so like the Decepticons attack and they shoot some missiles and you see one coming down and it blows up and then they just cut right back to Starscream talking about this generator. I'm like it's a lot like, going oh, on, man. Way to pace that action scene there. Like. Uh, yeah, that was that was real. That was real weird. Um, yeah, and I like it though. Like this whole this whole time between this cut, Starscream has constructed a um, a timer to make the the generator overload. Like all you see though is him like with a screwdriver and he's like screwing this thing into the wall and he's all like ah modified your thing and like <laughs> you turn oh you turned a screw oh, that was awesome man what a god what a genius brain genius you are. Um, yeah, he's cranked it up to infinite capacity. He turned it to eleven. And eight hours is going to go to eleven, man. He did turn it to eleven. Yeah, so Starscream's going to just going to destroy the Earth. This guy has zero foresight uh, here. He's like, like, man, maybe you should care about the environment, Starscream, because you live in an environment. Um, yeah, um, he can live in deep space. He's fine. I guess he can live in deep space. Yeah, he can. Yeah. So yeah, the there's this um this is a great scene where the the Decepticons are like realizing they have to go down and face the Autobots and deal with them. So they, they're all flying down and just see where Megatron is creeping up on Optimus Prime. And he oh, jumps yeah, on him, gives, puts him in a lock. He does. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's uh, a, yeah, that was, that was hilarious. Um, yeah, man. Uh, Optimus Prime's yelling out to all of his guys to transform. Cause as he has to do at least once an episode, cause that's he did, like, solution. a lot of this episode. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, his dialogue was real kind of weird though in this one. He was, uh, it was, it was bizarre. But um, uh, yeah, so Megatron snuck up on Optimus Prime, and they have a big fight. Uh, it was a pretty cool fight. Um, Actually, Optimus yeah. Prime, yeah, he hits a belly to belly suplex. Uh, points for that. Um, big fan of uh, early uh, Scott Steiner, so I was on that. <laughs> um, uh, a lot of weirdness in this fight though, where um, they would cut to Optimus Prime's face for a second, and you're expecting him to have like a line like a punch-up line here a quip yeah but they didn't like they didn't script anything so it just cuts to him 
to his face for a second and he, it's like he's pondering the fight but which is fun but it's funny because you know he doesn't have a terribly expressive face he just has a that he has a shield over mm-hmm. where like a mouth would be and then just eyes and it's just kind of him just kind of looking at it it was almost like it was like one of those weird non sequiturs like you'd expect to have seen in like space goes coast to coast or something like that when they would just cut <laughs> to like like moltar for a second he would just be like staring that, that, at, like, that, know, that with, really a, with a switch like uh a shrill was, sound was, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, Zorak. yeah. Uh, Zorak's just sitting there, you know. He's not saying anything; he's just sitting there on, at the keyboard. And but they make a joke about like you know how much it costs to animate him or something like that, you know. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I don't show. Oh, yeah, she was so good. Um, yeah, that was that was that was bizarre though. Um, that was a, it, it was a weird thing where they it's like, it, like ah, kind of we could have written something here. Maybe. Yeah, Megatron, like he he says, fall back to Subdivisions. These Autobots are two hero programs, and no one to quit. Basically, they kicked our butts. Let's get out of here, guys. Right, um, right. Blame it on the blame it on the Autobots, though. Blame it on them. Yeah. So yeah, now we're back on Cybertron with uh, Starscream shows up, and your buddy uh, Shockwave is there. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, he doesn't want to let Doctor Power Glove in, though. He's, he has <laughs> orders from Megatron to not let to not let Doctor Power Glove in the Cybertron. Period. Like this guy's this guy's a, a speciesist. Or something. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's going on here. But um, a really fun glitch in the uh, on the uh, subtitles here was um, uh, Shockwave says this creature is not allowed here, and but the subtitles say that this Rachel is not allowed in here. So like uh, Jennifer Anderson cannot go to Cybertron. She's not. She's explicitly excluded from, from Cybertron. Um, uh, <laughs> so I wish I watched the the uh, subtitles on now. I always watch the subtitles on uh, always. Oh, uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's funny stuff. Um, so Starscream has all of Cybertron booby traps. Uh, so if anyone uses anything and they're not a Decepticon, I don't know if they have different programming or if they have different circuitry or oh, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, like they, they, you get this kind of feedback thing, and um, and he gets like zapped by the computer when he's trying to turn. Doctor, yeah, it was. Uh, what do you call it? It was uh, some like. I don't know, some century program or whatever. Right, right. Like, oh, you didn't realize we have a century program. By the dawn, it's going to, I don't know. He got totally zapped, him? man. Yeah, he yeah. got totally zapped. Um, yeah, which was, uh, and like like you assume that he's just dead because he's like, that was a, it's a full-blown, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was. But the thing is, I actually kind of like, this is one of those redeeming moments where he's like, all right, look, you know, if I can't save the earth, at least I'm going to, you know, kind of hose you and so you can't get the uh, power from it and you know he's like well you know he realizes he gets he's zapped and he's out of it he's done um we assume he's either dead or he's really hurt but wait a second back on earth oh man the, the Decepticons lead the autobots into one of the most fearsome tropes of our childhood well which- first of all this place is well, first of all this place is called the valley of no return <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. Like, like, like yeah, like pass. yeah, right. Like, well, which, so, I don't, I'm not going there. Which, by um, the way, we're we've been watching. Uh, my, my wife in the morning, she loves watching um, uh, Portland area news, and there is a uh, pass in Eastern Oregon called Dead or No, yeah, Dead Man's Pass. Why? Why would you? Why would you drive through there? there? Like, yeah, let's not go there. Um, yeah, but there was it was busy. There's traffic going through there. Anyway, oh, no, I'd go the I'd, I'd go the other way. Yeah, pretty um, much. Anyways, oh my god, these dudes, dudes are caught in quicksand, and uh, oh, this is great. They're sinking, and you're like, man, oh my god, the ultimate, the ultimate, uh, the ultimate villain trap, or the ultimate uh, yeah. natural hazard back in the '80s is quicksand. Um, but they had like some metal scorpions in here to 
<laughs> I would have just been the, tri- the, the defect there. Megatron, um, he pulls a, uh, do- a Dr. Evil thing where he just leaves one century laser beak. Hey. Why was he in so much of a hurry? Because he's got to get to the lab, man. He knows what's up. Dude. No, he leaves a laser beak of all people there. Like, why do you leave a laser beak? Like, like, like this guy's, he's real good at snitching. Every now and then he's got the cool laser beams. Um, He's got the, you know, every now and then he has something cool yeah. like that. But like, like, man, you really should have left like, I don't know, man. Like, I felt like Thundercracker, like Skywarp should have, should have stayed, should have stayed there. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, but then again, he Laserbeak does a good job. He's like, all right, no, 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 you're not getting out of this. So he goes and try, tries shooting him, but Mirage shoots a missile, knocks him out of the air, makes him transform to a tape, and Jazz catches him because, of course, he does. Dude, like, dude, got so, it. So, <laughs> so Jazz gets this, and uh, and he, he does some. Some Scatman Carruthers uh, beboppy talk here, and he's like, uh, "Like, hey, Optimus, you want to hear the number one hit single on the Decepticon cassette charts?" And dude, lay it on me, man. Dude, Optimus Prime. <laughs> Optimus Prime. <laughs> as the, as the humans say, lay it on lay me, it man. On, man. Dude, this is like in in, in like oh, like those. There's this period of comedy. Of like comedy movies from like the late '90s all the way to the, like the late 2000s, where every th- every time there had to be like a random like crusty old person that would rap out of the blue, you know, and yeah. everyone and, and like like normal thought it was the funniest thing on the face of the earth. We're like, this grandma is rapping. She's doing she's ra- doing rappers delight. Oh, this is so funny. And like this is <laughs> that, that's the uh, that is like y- y'all can hate on me all you want. That's the opposite of funny. That's the least funny yeah. trope of it's all time. Crazy. Dude, oh, and Optimus Prime doing this was like, God, it was like, oh man, this was like, <laughs> this is like some fifty-five-year-old dude in like Dockers, like, uh, like coming up and like, what's the haps, brothers? Or how's it going, fellow kid? How's it going, fellow youths? How, how's it? Yeah, exactly. Dude. How's dude. it hanging, everyone? God, like, I heard but, that's uh, really hip, you guys. Like, oh, yeah. dude, Optimus, Optimus Prime, man, uh, being oh, cool no. is not Optimus Prime's forte, man. Leave that. Ooh, leave no. being cool to to. To jazz. jazz to jazz yeah. jazz is jazz is cool um i gotta say though uh before this uh there was a there was a moment for pardon me while i move my camera by accident there's a moment there where um once again ironhide is the i don't i'm kind of thinking ironhide is the mvp of the autobots he uh checks for seismic he has a seismograph in his crt chest he uh has liquid cooled mm-hmm. nitrogen when you need it i mean he he's kind of like the i mean he he lays cement and potholes at the beginning of this episode he does it all man he's he's yeah he's he froze like, the he froze the quicksand that was a pretty uh pretty novel way to to escape quicksand i never seen that before and i thought that was pretty cool. well considering quicksand essentially isn't supposed to be like a uh, water mix with yeah uh, i think it's so yeah so i mean it, I mean, no, it makes sense and it was we've uh, encountered it so we know this because you know we yeah. obviously have countered it uh so yeah anyways so back to this um let's <laughs> see lay it on me man um, so the Decepticons get to the lab first and start realizing the exponential generator is the source's ultimate power. So there's a, uh, there's a, a fun part here where, um, the uh, Decepticons find out that the Autobots have escaped from the, the quicksand and, um, <laughs> and somebody's like, like the Autobot, uh, like, like somebody said something like, uh, the Autobots escaped their doom and there was a, somebody else goes, like Thundercracker, they they've undoomed themselves. <laughs> no, no, like, Thundercracker. He, this is the quote. I had to write this down. Don't worry, 
will make them regret undooming themselves. Undooming themselves, <laughs> dude. That's us going. That's going above vocabulary forever. There's there's um, this really like um tender scene with uh, Megatron when he looks at the exponential generator. He goes, "Your destiny is to serve me, my potent beauty." Yeah, man. Yeah, he he's, really uh, really liked he really liked that. Uh, thing. Yeah, later on he gets really he's into this thing, man. He's watching it. He's like he's falling for this exponential generator. Yeah, well, he holds it so close and so long later on that he melts himself with it. Yeah, we'll get to that though. Um, yeah. So yeah, the, there's this great thing where the uh, the uh, subcons walk out of the lab, and Megatron's like looking around. He he stops for a second, looks like like he's looking at something in the distance, and that fist, Optimus Prime's fist. Hello again. It's <laughs> the greatest thing. So it's like where was he hiding? He's like creeping oh, behind a rocks. Here he's there. He's there. Boom! Oh, so it was so good. Yeah. Oh my god. So Megatron ends up on the side of the mountain and he picks up a boulder and throws it at him and he's like, "Have a ton of fun." And so, like, this gets comedic here. Like, Optimus Prime dodges and he he hits Rumble with it instead. And then, like, Optimus Prime turns around and just laughs at Rumble, but then he just stops. It was just like, ha ha ha. Then he's just, it was like it was like you just played like laugh dot wave and, uh, and it was, it was the end. um dude oh god this fight was great um there, there's a cut though here real quick we go back to cybertron though we're starscream <laughs> it's leaning over dr archiville dr power glove he's like uh he, um what does it say like he basically sorry uh my metacroids uh did as good as they could and you see like cyborg power glove on the slab pretty much yeah and he, he's real mad he, he's mad about it too he's like you turned me into a mechanical monstrosity i'm like yeah. oh you already had a cyborg arm what's what's you got now you got into the brain casing man he was uh yeah. he was going he he's in my direction stuff. maybe it's like he wanted to do it himself he's like all right this is my choice my body my choice he wants to be a cyborg on his own terms. Those were yeah. not his terms. Like Starscream does not know about yeah. consent, and and uh, yeah. so I, I so Starscream is no friend of mine. Um, yeah. So uh, Starscream got real mad here that there's no explosions, and uh, same buddy, same. Yeah, uh, I, I I say that line to myself every day when I walk outside. There's are there any explosions? Well, wait wait till we eventually get to the Michael Bay movies. Explosions everywhere. <laughs> there's a lot of it. There's a lot of yeah. explosions in those. But uh, um, so, yeah, we cut back to Earth though, in the in the lab. And uh, um, Optimus runs in there. He's like checking out the uh, the generator, and Megatron shows back up. And he's like, he's getting getting ready to shoot at him. He's like, you wouldn't shoot me in front of the uh, the generator, would you? And this is the best thing ever because of what just happened. Uh, so he goes, I always hit what I aim for, Prime. I'm like, dude, he just missed him the last scene. He threw a rock and hit Rumble and, and, hit, his own, and hit his own guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, this, this was actually kind of a cool little standoff here, though. I, I like this. Yeah. Um, you know, where really yeah, it was you know kind of mutually assured destruction that kind of thing. And they, they have they, they kind of brawl over this thing a little bit, and it looks like yeah. a football. So uh, I'm it like, I'm, yeah, uh, um, Prime like strips it, like he, like he goes for like, like he gets the ball and he's gonna he gets like a like a, a fumble and he's gonna recover for the touchdown and. Um, but- I gotta say, right before this though, there's this thing where Shockwave finally gets through to him. And he's like, Megatron, Megatron, are you there? He goes, Call back later. I'm busy. <laughs> like, new phone, who this? Yeah. Uh Megatron also has like two lights in his chest that, that blink whenever someone's talking to him over his cell phone. Uh it was that was pretty cool. Um, which is which is kind of like that annoying guy when you go to the movie, it's always that one guy that has like the strobe light on his phone when he gets a text oh, and you're like, man. you just want to go fight that guy. 
um uh yeah so um so eventually the 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 generator is gonna overload it's gonna blow up and, and destroy the earth i guess is like it's gonna yeah. wipe out like yeah. uh, like all of earth and um we mentioned though like a few minutes ago about him like melting part of his like his chest and here's this weird uh, thing where megatron's staring at it and he goes uh it's like sorry i've been lost in my work he gets like he's just like zoned out and saying it's like almost like hypnotic yeah he was totally hypnotized by the thing yeah he was it was like and like optimus tells him like it's it's you know unstable that's when the whole fight with the the football happens Mm -hmm. and it gets knocked into the ground and it starts going critical so there's this there's this uh, okay so if you you know because we're i'm 12 years old he goes uh he has no time to argue prime uh, no no time to argue prime load me and he transforms and puts the uh you know i was like Ooh, that's a, that's a rough line he puts the uh he transforms and goes on to um you know where optimus prime you know is holding him loads the um generator into the barrel and shoots it best thing ever though is like starscream is flying back it's like just like he's grown he's pissed off because he's the only one who can make it back to the earth and find out what happened and the generator goes past him and blows up. it just barely misses him it barely misses him and uh dude he was he's yeah he's free he has no idea what's going on here what what a shot though um i i thought that was really cool i, I am i'm a sucker yeah. for any time that the uh that the good guy and the bad guys have to work together for a minute to you know to to achieve some other some greater goal than just fighting themselves um yeah. i really i really like that i i, I love it when you know when i was a kid i loved it like when that would happen in x-men when like they'd have to team up with like magneto or yeah um uh you know like i i I love that kind of stuff um but you know when when they they put aside their you know the normal you know uh friction and tension and you know work together towards a goal i think that's cool um i like i like this scene a lot i thought it was really great and um so uh so yeah Yeah, there's a lot of um a lot of after kind of like um i don't i don't uh retconning a lot of um things about you know uh the transformers um characters and i like the uh, i like the whole idea that you know megatron and optimus prime really weren't that divergent at one point they were had kind of more aligned goals and it kind of split mm-hmm. as it along and um the uh, idw comics actually played to that a lot like megatron realizes he ever of his ways after you know all these people have died or, or robots have died over the years so I really, uh, I'm right there with you. I really like the idea of uh, these these two. Like, okay, we have different goals, but right now we have to work together. So yeah, I'm right there with you on that one. That was yeah, that was cool. And uh, yeah, and then uh, then the Autobots uh, <laughs> or uh, Starstream shows back up, and Megatron's real mad. He's gonna punish him. And... Welcome home, noble Voyager. Oh yeah, he's, <laughs> man, he is mad at this dude. And uh, yeah, he's gonna he's the uh, Starstream's gonna go to detention or something. Um, and the Autobots like drive off making fun of him. They're like, like, I wouldn't want to be a Starscream right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? He's just gonna get like put in timeout, then go back I, and be like, nothing, yeah, nothing's gonna happen. To second him. command. He gets, yeah, he's still gonna be second in command, For despite now. the fact that, despite the fact that we all know, Starscream should be not Starscream. Soundwave should be second in command. He really is the most reliable. Yeah, should. He's the best. He's the best. He's he can do it all. He's the best. Yeah, Soundwave's um, uh Soundwave should be second in command and the shockwave should be um, you know, really talk to him more. He's he has lonely. Poor guy. That, yeah, that guy's he's like a good job. Yeah. yeah, he does he does. He does he does his job. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah, man, uh that's that's the episode. This is kind of like it. the uh the book end of Ultimate Doom and 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, actually watching and talking to you about it um, made me realize how much better this episode is than, um, you know, a lot of the Ultimate Doom. Yeah, it really was. You know, yeah. the, the pacing here was just out of control, though. It was just yeah, it uh, like a longer like, episode. It did. Um, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, they crammed a lot into this. Um, but I think that this was a great wrap up to Ultimate Doom. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. it's, uh, it's it's kind of unfortunate uh, that it didn't follow it up directly in the in the sequencing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I guess we could have watched them in that order because it would have made more sense. But I mean, we're going off the you know off the Hasbro uh, uh, sequences. Um, man, kid, I'm gonna be honest, man. Kid Brain here loved this episode. I uh, like you know I, I got two Optimus Prime Megatron fights. Um, which which was both of which were, were pretty good. I mean, <laughs> I mean, no, no, nothing's still going to be the the one on the on the dam with the you know, with the, with the axe and the, the, the flail. But um, but this was good. There was a lot of cool trash yeah. talking, a lot of weird trash talking. This um, I got I got a suplex. I got quicksand. <laughs> yeah, fun escape. Um, and, and I got I got a cool wrap up to the multi part episode. Um, kid rating here is going to go. Man, I'm going to go four metallic mini meatballs out of five. Oh, um, nice. yeah, yeah, it was good. I liked it. Um, adult rating here didn't love this episode since it was sort of jerky from the, the pacing point of view. Like it was, it was kind of like uh, kind of like a Space Mountain. Where like when you ride Space Mountain, it's like it, it's not a smooth roller coaster. It's a very jerky oh. roller coaster. I love it, but it's 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 you know there there are there are better coasters than that. Um, but uh, you know, but I did like it since it was, it was a lot of fun, and I, I laughed a lot at this one. Um, so I'm gonna give I'm gonna give uh, adult ratings gonna go three rusty big dippers. <laughs> that means, that's actually it's fair. By the way, I, I pulled out my uh, my original um ma- first masterpiece uh, transformer they came out with. He's behind me. Uh, he's from the Black Zerac, uh Optimus Prime. Is a laser axe too? Oh, he always has that. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, of course he does. He's done it all, man. He's even got the Matrix. What? Uh, yeah. So, how about, what, how about you, man? What's your well, uh, what's your rating on this one? Yeah. Okay. So, I was laughing at it earlier, and I was a little less on this until you and I started talking about it and just laughing about it. Um, there is so much enjoyment from this episode. There's some really cringy dialogue, and it's great. <laughs> It's so good. Really. Yeah, it, but, yeah, but but I, but I love it though. That they yeah. like it's a, it's it's yeah it's 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 fun dialogue and like and the mm-hmm. fact that I'm live laughing about it now is like uh, oh yeah that's, that's, that's a good sign. So. This is one of those episodes that everyone remembers as being one of the really good season season one episodes. And so talking about and talking about it with you and uh, and uh, going back and like kind of reliving like the episode I haven't seen it in years. I'm uh gonna have to give this thing you know. I hate to do this though, but I'm mean, I'm not quite there. At four, not it's better than three. I'm at three and a half exponential generators out of five. Ooh, okay, okay. Because I, I, I want to give it more, mm-hmm. but I feel like um, if I don't want to, sh- you know, shoot my shot right yet, because I think there's even better episodes. But uh, it's definitely not in the same category as the Ultimate Doom, so I got to give it a little extra. I hate to go point fives, but you know I really don't have no, to no, measure no, here. No, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, you, yeah, you got to watch out for rating inflation, man. You don't want to, you don't want to give too many stars yeah. away. And, uh, and, or, and uh, yeah, I, I can't start uh, giving it sixes and sevens because we're going to one to five, man. So uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of great things in this episode, a lot of fun things, and um, really, there's a lot of uh, things I, I like. It's tropey in the ways, you know, like the open says me. Damn, um, so, so funny. But yeah, you know, you're right. At the end of the episode, I, uh, you know, being you, being someone who hasn't watched this a bunch of times like I have, you really kind of, you made me 
understand that uh, the ending there with um, them working together was much better than uh, I remembered it. So I got to give it mm-hmm. to you. you. You convinced me. Um, so yeah, I'd bring it up a little bit. It was cool. Yeah, it was it was definitely cool. Um, yeah, kind of. Um, I don't know. Like yeah, like I said, I'm a sucker for that. I I mean, like you know, yeah. like Gundam Gundam did it. Yeah, oh, arguably yeah. did it better than anybody else, and uh, you know, I like that. So um, yeah, uh, but yeah, no, this was this was a fun one. I um, uh, I like yeah. Overall, I liked it a lot. Um, as an update though, I did. Uh, I was gifted some more of those uh, Transformers uh, Magic cards. Uh, oh really? My friend of mine. Yeah, I did. Man, I got. I gotta uh, get some of those. I got Blaster. Oh man, look at yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty cool. He's a foil. Uh, he's pretty yeah. cool. Um, I got uh, I got Ratchet. Nice. Um, also, uh, not a foil, but very cool. I got. Oh, mm, I got all star stream. Yeah, the foil star nice. stream. And uh, I got this dude. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who Ultra Magnus is. I don't know who. Uh, I don't you'll know see who him in season is. three. Um, comes in the movie. Yeah, yeah he's uh, okay. Basically, a city commander. He looks like a like a uh, pilot swap Optimus Prime with some extra armor on him. He looks like he, uh, uh, like a super Valkyrie Optimus Prime. He actually, in a, in a lot of ways, uh, the from the from the Diaclone um, era, he was. He was called Powered Convoy, um, different colors, but um, he was basically a um, a exosuit for Optimus Prime or uh, convoy. Sorry, convoy. Uh, oh, you okay. hook the uh, the convoy trailer, Optimus Prime's, you know, the uh, the rig part of it, not the trailer, mm-hmm. the rig into the uh, thing and kind of wrap the whole trailer around him. So yeah, he was um, he was essentially in Transformers. He's repainted cab of the um, of the you know Peterbilt truck and okay. uh, the um, the car carrier part of it kind of. Uh, close around him so yeah um he kind of was you could you could put optimus prime in the middle of that too it, it works the same way okay the figure itself is the is the same figure as, as uh, prime same now. figure but just painted uh white with uh like, okay. like teal accents a little bit of red but yeah same same care same uh same base oh, okay. model. Yeah. that sounds pretty cool i'll have to, have to look him up yeah um, uh, so yeah, yeah, I right there with you, man. Um, or cool stuff. I gotta find some of those cards and uh, start, you know, collecting a few of those just to have them. I, I I'm the kind of guy who um I would want to have those, put mm. them into protection, put them in a little frame, and like you know, mat them up on the wall because yeah, yeah, yeah it's probably the better way to yeah yeah they're just sitting on my desk in sleeves right now like <laughs> with, uh, yeah with with a, with a bunch of other like I, I got a few years ago I got really big into um uh art cards like it's uh like a lot of artists will do these things where they'll do they'll, they have like blank trading cards they'll do sketches yeah and, um yeah 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 a, few, yeah a few guys um uh like oh i got um like dan uh, dan smith who did a bunch of art for uh the role-playing game gurps oh, yeah. um yeah, yeah i got uh one uh sketch bit of uh of green arrow no, it's like cool. it's, it's cool because you know it's original art you know it's like it's an actual you know like the more that markers or pens or whatever so it's, yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. a good cheap it's a good cheap way to support um you know support artists and get like a cool piece of original art so yeah, yeah like i've got a, i've got a sketch of a uh, snake eyes from um oh god i'm blanking on his name right now artist for gi joe um oh uh I, I don't, from what era i don't know um um uh, yeah, asian american the, oh, Larry, Larry Hama. Larry Hama. Yeah, Larry Hama. Oh, oh right on. Right on. Got a, like a sketch of uh, Snake Eyes just like let loose with uh, you know submachine guns. Nice. Um, that kind of stuff is kind of cool. It, it doesn't mean a lot to him. You know, he can throw these these sketches right. out, but a little bunny gun going his way is kind of nice. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah, all the kind of stuff. Always, I always like to try to help. Um. You know, the creators who uh, mean a lot to me. I've got. Mm-hmm. I found my uh, my old um book from Dan Gilvezon who um who who um voiced Bumblebee and also voiced uh the uh Peter Parker Spider-Man and the old Spider-Man is Amazing Friends cartoon. 
Um, he, he wrote a book basically like um, talking about his, you know, his you know, life voice in Melbourne and how, what it means to him. And he you know, it signed it for my, uh, for my son. And oh, uh, so I think he realized it meant more to me, to me than uh, to my son. So uh, yeah, <laughs> he then took pictures <laughs> with me and stuff. It was really cool. He's a really nice guy. Um, nice. A lot of the voice actors are really cool. They're really, cool. they love, love to hear from fans. Uh, anyways, nice. so let's go ahead and cut it here, man. Um, yeah, we're I'm, we'll figure something out for um for Christmas uh, week, I'm sure, because you know, next next release will be uh the Tuesday after Christmas. We'll figure something out with that. Um, in the meantime, but uh, so, anyways, uh, I want to remind everyone that um, if you would like to get a hold of us, uh, Ed hates Transformers at gmail.com, more than meets these guys at gmail.com. Uh, we also. I've also started putting the correct link for the discord in the show notes <laughs> after I was given a little quick lesson on discord. Um, you know, I feel old, but it's working. I actually um, learned, I'm actually learning how to use discord and it's actually not as bad as I thought it was. So, no, it's uh, like old style message boards in yeah. in an app format. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to be a little more active in there and, uh, and everyone in there is super cool. Um, no, yeah. It's, 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 yeah, that, and that helps. Small community. Um, I know Danny's in there. I know uh, Tim, who I read, the email I read is in there. Jess, who I uh, also re- um, mm-hmm. had her email, uh, talk about you know, the old times and like marking the different times of uh, funny events and the different episodes. Mm-hmm. Plus uh, old friends of mine who have been my, my kind of like my online transforms family for years. And uh, we'd like to get more people in there. So if you enjoy this, uh, you can hang out, talk to us. It pushes on my phone, so I'll probably respond pretty quickly if you put something in there. Ed's learning how to use it, and he's kind of cool with it now. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, I, I've been really hesitant to do this, but um, kind of want to you know help you know get, get upgrade the apparatus a little bit. So I put a Patreon link in our show notes. So if you you know no requirement, you'll you know want to throw a few things our way. You know I'd like to get Ed his uh, microphone going on. You know, recoup recoup some uh, money from uh, doing the RSS feed and you know microphone and all that for me as well, but it's not a requirement. We'll, we're still going to do the same stuff. Maybe we'll try to do some extra stuff on there as it goes. I, I think we're also going to try to do uh, some like uh, like stickers or some cool stuff like that here yeah. soon as well. So yeah, maybe uh, if, we yeah, can, uh, if, if, yeah, depending on on how that works out, if you get it on the, on the on the Patreon, like yeah, again, not like not like not required, but I mean, if but you whatever. think you know, um, you feel like but, you guys you know want to throw a tip our way, pretty much. Yeah, uh, you um, say like, but if you don't want to, it doesn't matter. We'll still hang out with you and talk to you and that kind of stuff. Um, I'll say this also. Uh, yeah, we're talking about doing stickers. We uh, we're talking about. I think Ed, you have an artist friend. You're talking about maybe doing shirts or something in the future. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm trying to get some uh, some cool uh, like assets done like that, so we can yeah just have some yeah. cool stuff out there like like stickers and shirts and maybe I don't know do like a yeah. Teespring store or something like that. But uh, yeah. yeah, you you uh, you uh, ladies and gentlemen and bots and anything in between. Um, you've gotten almost us almost to a thousand downloads. Uh, by episode 12 here i'm, I'm sure we're on like i think today i checked it was like 925 on episode 11 so nice. that's kind of crazy i mean this is a very niche thing one of favorite words by the way niche it's a very niche thing and um i love that people are kind of discovering us but if you wouldn't mind if you like this a lot and you know someone else who might like an old friend um an online friend whatever share a link be really cool it's uh it's you know it's difficult building something from the ground up but i think you know ed and us ed, ed and i both have been enjoying doing it and we've been really surprised and really in a very positive way the reaction we've been getting and the emails and the you know people chiming in so 
please, I'd, I'd like to hear from you. He'd like to hear from you. You know, we, we'll we'll scream in the darkness. I don't care. <laughs> but it's kind of cool hearing the, the feedback. So, anyways, Ed, would you like to take us out today? I would because uh, in uh, in uh, observance of the weather and the season currently, I will say it's cold enough to freeze the ailerons off a titanium moose bot. <laughs> Dude, what's that from? Uh, it's a sideswipe from uh, Fire on the Mountain. Oh, okay. That's going to be coming up, by the way. Fire in the Sky would be real soon, and then Fire on the Mountain. I can't wait for that. All right. Well, cool. All right, man. All right, guys. So, All right. See you guys later. Thanks so much for being here. Bye. Later, guys.